Apologize. We were trying to make sure uh, we minimize the cuss words, but I didn't know Tupac, rest his soul, was um, cussing all the way through that song. Yeah, I thought that, yeah, we thought we had the clean version, but once it got started, we couldn't stop. It was too late already, so y'all have to forgive us. I know, y'all cuss the folks, but anyway. <laughs> this is Mercy! And this is Praise. So our new, uh, this is our episode on don't uh, judge my path if you don't know my journey mm-hmm. about judging people. Yes. And Lord Jesus, we know this is for somebody because it took us forever trying to get on the the studio shut down, that this didn't work, everything just blew up. We had to call the people to come and fix everything. We had to move the show time. Move the show time. We thought we were going to have a heart attack. Heart attack. <laughs> and then we told the guests, no, you can't come next week because we got somebody next week and the week after that. Everything is full. Okay. Yes. So it's just really. So don't judge us. That's what we're saying. Don't judge us, y'all, today. We late. But it wasn't our fault. I know. So we were hour late, and um, so this is not our normal time. No, we normally are on at one thirty. At one thirty sharp, but this time we're not. But that's okay. We might move it because I said, "Oh, I need a drink." Jesus, come. But anywho, the show must get started. We're having our guests come on soon. So yes, it's one of those topics that you know, because we could have easily just said, you know, never mind. We'll just right. Send a shout out on the on the Facebook and move on. But we really felt strongly about making sure we took a few moments to talk about judgment because um, we we all do it. We've all you know judged people prematurely that we didn't know, but we don't understand what people have gone through. And I think it's a pretty important topic that we spent a little bit of time on today. Absolutely, I agree, Grace. So with that said, how to reach us? So everybody, y'all know our email address. Lord have mercy. Tell them anyway. You better remind them just in case it's a new I know. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> okay. It's um, grace underscore mercy um, uh, 707 at yahoo.com. Keep those emails coming. We do uh, read them all. We have some questions that you've asked for today, so we we'll need to get that. Twitter, it's Twitter. It's grace and mercy um, at Twitter. Well, it's actually grace and mercy slash. Twitter, um, you guys can reach us there. We do have a Twitter account, and you can catch our shows on there. Also, you could catch us um, on iTunes. iTunes, make sure you download us. Quite a few of you guys have the iPhone. You can download us. It's on the i uh, the podcast. When you go on the podcast, be sure to uh, give us a rating. That keeps us on there. Um, if you give us the rating, and then uh, Facebook. Everybody's been on our Facebook page. Thank you. We've been really enjoying everyone and their likes. And just stay tuned. And we send all kinds of nice things on there that we're doing, that we're talking about for the previous week or going forward in our future weeks. So keep that coming in. The more you guys like it, I guess, 
don't know what happened. We blow up or what? I don't know. But thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate y'all. And the fans, we love you. We have so many fans. And our statistics, usually, like a long time ago, we would give you how many people have liked us or whatever, or statistics of how many downloads. We don't even have it. <coughs> so, because they got to fix that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, let them fix it. <coughs> Anywho. Now, word of the day. What is the word of the day? <coughs> I hope you guys did not hear me cough. Okay, glitter Z. Glitter Z. This is too funny. I think you should just sped up because I don't think we're saying it right. It's glitter Z. Glitter Z. Anywho, it's the word of the day, and it's about famous people conspiring mm. or their intentions are. To be known and to be famous. Okay. So it's it's kind of like you glitterizing, you glitterizing yourself. Like smoke and mirrors. Yes. Sort of. Kind of in that sense. Kind of okay. Because it's sense. that obstin, it's obstentitious mm-hmm. way of a person. That could have been a word too. Uh, obstentitious is like you know you're doing it on purpose. So you know, purposeful. So everything you're doing is to their your motive. There we go. Right. So your motive is. To be famous. Right. Is why you're doing it. Right. It would be fashionable. Like, it would be like, say, Grace and Mercy. Our motive would be to be famous versus right. really trying to help people. That's mm-hmm. what it sounds like. That's mm-hmm. what that means. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I learned a new word. Glitter, 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 glitterazy. I don't know what it is. G-L-I-T-E-R-I-Z-I. Okay. We should just hit the button on the dictionary. Okay. On our app button. Because I'd be like, what? Okay. Great. So, um, so here's some questions. Oh, and thank you, fans. Yes, we have been doing some coughing. Last week we did. So one of our, um, our fans sent us something. Hope um, you guys get well. We appreciate that. Um, last week. Because we um, were packing every, packing every two minutes. Every two minutes. And it's barely gotten better. We're still a little sick. Right. I don't know what this flu is that's going around, but make sure you use your sanitizer. Make okay. Sure yeah, because it's going around. Okay. Had me in the bed for a week. I know. Me too. So, um, one of the other questions. Oh, um, so marriage dies. Well, what do you guys think about that? So, um, we, I think I told Grace about this one, about marriage dying. Um, and I went to, when I heard this, I said, well, let me see, because you know, marriage does die. Mm-hmm. You know, we I kind of think of it as, you know, the husband and wife being two entities and then the marriage being in there as kind of like that institution that's by itself out there. And it can if you don't do something, you know, springs it up or mm-hmm. whatever. But I know marriage does change. Yeah. I know it evolves and it changes. You look at your marriage in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, men may look at it a different way now. Mm-hmm. As, you know, they've been married 10, 15 years. Well, it's, well, it's cheaper to keep her. I didn't waste it all my life. But in this time, or, or a woman might see the marriage as a different part, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so it is different. Everybody, that institution, um, does marriage die? Heck yeah. And you're gonna do have to do a lot to bring it together. Mm-hmm. I think you. I mean, you summed it up. I agree um, with the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and when we first when you first brought it up, I don't know if it died, <laughs> but it, it is. It's like um, it's like any seed that you plant. You mm-hmm. gotta water it. You know, you have to take care of the relationship in order to keep the relationship uh, going. And it can potentially die if you don't address those things. You know, if you allow. Too much time, and that's what normally happens. The children, you're watching, you know, taking care of the kids and mm-hmm. the business of your work and, you know, his work and her work. Uh, they're going separate directions, but they don't take the time that they need in order to uh, connect, right, or mm-hmm. to reconnect, to make sure that they're mm-hmm. on the same page. And you allow it to die. You don't want it to stay there because it stay there too long. You may not be able to recover. That is so true. You know. And do what you can. Resuscitate it. I don't know. CPR. Nurses. That is a good 
actually very good. Hmm. CPR, when the marriage died, that's a book. <coughs> we got to see what the CPR stands for, though. We're going to have to work yeah, on that. Yeah, work on that one. Uh-huh. Okay. See you next week. Mm-hmm. How you that. resuscitate your marriage if it does die. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that it's over. That's right. You know, it just means that it needs some nourishment. You need to feed it. Yeah. Right? It, it can wither. And then when it does, you know, like you said, you know, you did you do everything or did you get it right before it died? Because I think we're almost um, treating marriage as a, it's a life force. It is. I just helped myself. <laughs> You're so funny. Your eyes just blew up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just did it. You did. Marriage is a life force. It's a living institution. Yes. Okay, more to come to that. Thank you for the question. I'm going to work on that one. That was a good one. Okay. Oh, and you single women, I tell you. Oh, no, not before that one. Everybody needs grace and mercy. That is so true. That was one of our faith book folks. Everybody needs, you know, because we were looking at all the different people. We were thinking, you know, we were going to get some Christians, you know, business women, married women. Mm-hmm. You know, we were getting, you know, black women, white women, Asian women. We're getting all women, mm-hmm. all, all the women. Oh, women and men. Of and all men ages. of and, all ages. And I don't think we anticipated that. No. All of you guys are of different everything yeah. in a different stage of your life. And um, just like the person said, you know, everybody needs grace and mercy. Everybody needs grace and mercy. No matter where they are. No matter life. where they are, no matter what religion you may be, you need grace and you need mercy. Because this is a doggy dog world, people. It sure is. And if you ain't got no grace and mercy, I'm not sure... We, it may land you. We might you right. up without it, you know? Without it. So get past, you know, us being the person, Grace and Mercy, and look at the, the word. The term. And what it means, you know? Right. Because that's what we did. Oh, yeah. We need it. And that's why we named the show Grace and Mercy. Right. You know? and, and our names, mm-hmm. you know, me being uh, Mercy because of my attitudes, and then you being Grace. <laughs> I try to clean it up, y'all. Yeah. I try to both. Okay. Very good. Thank you for that. Um, next uh, is uh, singleness. Oh, you single women, I tell you. What can we do as single women? Well, first of all, you single women, I had somebody call um, last week talking about she met a guy who um, he was in his 30s, and he's trying to be a rapper, mm-hmm. and that's her boyfriend, and he's trying to be a rapper. Should I say something? Heck yeah, you need to say that. And he's 30. He ain't no Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. You know, because Jay-Z, I think he's 46. But I think, I think that, um, you know, people, what's the saying? It ain't never too late, baby. So what do you think about that? It ain't never too late. You know how we say, you know, step into your dream. Step into your purpose. At 30 something? You trying to be a dreamer? You know know what? I told her, I said, well, have you heard his rap song? Uh And she said, no, she ain't heard his rapping. She ain't heard none of his rap songs. Because that's what I said. Is he any good? Mm -hmm. And he's a rapper at 35? Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. Y'all women. Let me tell you something. You attract what's on your forehead. <laughs> no, you attract what's on your forehead. If your forehead said, please be in the middle of your career, don't have a career, be jobless, be homeless, that whatever it is. It's on your forehead? On your forehead. Oh, that's what you want to attract. You are funny. It's in their heart. It's in their heart. It's in their heart, and it's coming out of them somehow. Right? In they, on their forehead. Because yeah. as soon as you walk in the street, you're going to attract something, whatever's on your forehead. If you're like, why did this little short man with no job come up walking up to me? It's on your forehead. Wait a minute. I remember back in the day, girl, I was going <coughs> to the store, and um, that happened to me. I was offended. <laughs> I was like, and I remember, you know, pastor saying that one time, talking about you attract. Right. You know, from, uh, based on what your inside, what your inside you bringing out, you know, I was like, I don't agree with that because <laughs> I was like, where he come from and why did you think it would be okay? But you know what, he has such confidence. 
he had such confidence, but I was just offended because he was not attractive at all. Nor I was like, okay, I need to keep working on myself. Right. You know, working on yourself. Hey, you said it's it. an aroma or a scent that you get off, give off. Yeah. You've given off a, a scent or know. you don't need to have a job. Mm-hmm. You don't need, you know, or he needs to be selfish. Or whatever the case may be, that's what you're attracting. You need to look at yourself and say, well, what am I attracting? Mm-hmm. You and know, why? why? I'm always attracting men that are, you know, abusive. True. You know, it could be work, you know, yeah. bad. Or he got a whole bunch of kids and he ain't paying his child support. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Well, just look at yourself. Well, what, what's on my forehead? See, that's what it all boils back to. It boils back to each of us individually. Right. And that's why we always talk about... Um, uh, the importance of being whole mm-hmm. and to work on yourself. Work on yourself. You, we have to work on ourselves in order if we want to attract the right ones into our lives. Exactly. Otherwise, we continue to ask ourselves, why and how did I get here again? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, with that said, we got 15 minutes. I'm going to do one more question, and then I'm going to push these questions back. Thank you for the questions, you we guys. We appreciate it. Um, but our last question I'm going to do is, when are you guys going to have the man's perspective? And I believe we did a show on men, mm-hmm. and uh, men do cry in the dark. Mm-hmm. We did that show, and then we did have some men. It's the we, men's well, that Oh, you know called. what? It was the Viva La Difference. Yeah. Remember, it was that episode where we actually had men coming on, and they spoke about the differences in how we communicate. Right. We that did. Was that was a good one. So we have to, we're going to work on uh, bringing a panel of men, you, you ladies, on mm-hmm. um, that will uh, showcase or share their perspective of, you know, um, how to attract a good man or, you know, what uh, causes men to run, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things. Or men that, to be a player. Yeah. Because you could be with somebody mm-hmm. and he's not ready to get in a relationship. relationship. And, and he don't let you know. Yeah. And and listen to what they say because men, they tell us. They tell ladies where they are. They speak very direct. They don't speak uh, in circles or try to sugarcoat it, but we hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hear it as though it's being sugarcoated. Or right. we're trying to read between lines that aren't really there. Yeah. Because if a, if a he didn't say he was going to be with you. Mm-mm. He never said that. He, he might have, you know, Open the door, smile at you, um, and we'll have them address these. I have a good time. I say, oh, I had a really good time. I could be like this for with you forever, mm-hmm. you know. But that he didn't just because he said that don't mean that he could really be with you forever. Right. He just said that. He just said it because he made. I don't know. And so we Maybe we look at it. We look at it as though oh he wants to marry me. Let me push um get the date out and really start. Stalking this man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was watching, was it Steve Harvey? I think I was looking at Steve Harvey this week. You know, I had a week off to kind of get myself together, which was good. But um, there was, you know, these women that were talking, and Steve Harvey was talking to these women, and they were talking about, you know, they, they had a blind date that they oh, had went yeah. on. You know, mm-hmm. so she had went on a date with a guy, and she came back on, and she's on the little commercial when it, you know, talk about next steps or whatever. She said, oh, yeah. I, I think he might be the one. I'm like, mm-hmm. how you go from your first date to you think he the one? You just met him. You just met him. And had a date. Uh, one date. Ooh, you women, you single women. We have to slow things down. No. So, beep, beep. I know, I understand single women <coughs> and married women that we want a companion, that we can love. That we can share our space and all with. these love songs and stuff. Y'all single women better stop listening to them love songs. I stop listening. I thought, oh my goodness, because it's all these love songs and uh, Trey song and let me rub you down and take you to the rooms and everything and mm-hmm. birthdays and uh, sex and healing <laughs> or uh, body language. That's my body song. language. I like that song. No, I like that song. That's a kiss and everything. What's up? Uh, I like it. I don't know. So we Whatever imagine we allow our imagination, right, to take us somewhere. Especially through the music. Yeah, the music could take us, and so we start to imagine and want this relationship that, um, whatever you know, yeah. that we see that we think people have this perfect. 
situation that either we've seen it on Facebook or you see them at the store and you, you, you see and you think that that couple right. um, is so perfect and so you want that same thing for your life. I get it. I understand. Um, but let's not be desperate for it. Let's uh, let's be, let's be make sure that we have done all the stuff we need to for our lives because like right. you said earlier um, when we first started out is that uh, marriage is an institute in itself. Exactly. You know, and you have two individually, two individual whole people mm-hmm. that have to be content with themselves first. Exactly. Because otherwise, when you get into the marriage, um, chances are you may uh, start to become who he wants you to be because you think that that's what you're supposed to be doing as a wife. Right. And you get lost, and this is how people lose themselves, and then they get angry and resentful. That is so true because one of um, my clients said that. I'm doing everything he wants. I think, yeah, I'm doing everything he wants me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, let me tell you something, ladies. We're going to talk about this. Is um, do not do everything to, you know, to make him happy. Your job, that's not your job. See, what it is is happiness comes from yourself. It comes from within. Yeah, because you choose to be happy. Mm. Can't no man and can't no woman make you happy. They make you happy for that time, but they can't make you happy, everlasting mm-hmm. happiness. Mm-hmm. That You choose to be happy. Mm-hmm. You choose. You, I'm going to be happy today. You ask your husband, are you, are you happily married? Yes, I am. I'm happily married. But, but it, he chooses to be happily married. The house could be in disarray. This could be wrong. That could be wrong and everything. But he, um, you ask him again, are you happy to be married? Yes, oh, yes, I am. I'm happy to be married because he chooses to. Mm-hmm. Even if you clean up the house, ladies, and do a, a, a striptease show and get on the pole dancing and everything and do all these tricks and everything that you can do, he can still choose not to be happy. Mm-hmm. He can be unhappy. That has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Just because he said, I did everything he wanted me to do. Okay. And lost yourself in the meantime. And lost yourself. And along the way. That's why, if, you know, I, uh, I got to stop talking, sharing my business. I watched uh, Runaway Bride this week. Have <laughs> <laughs> like, a little bit of free time on my hands when you're sick. You just yeah. watch TV. But I was watching the movie and I was laughing. Right. You know, because every time she got ready to get married, and I think it was like her fifth time, she would run when it come, when she gets to the altar. She would wait for that day, and she would run. But she realized that she didn't know what kind of eggs she liked to eat. Mm-hmm. She liked his eggs. Every relationship that she was in, mm-hmm. she was mirroring everything he liked. You right. like scrambled eggs? I like scrambled eggs. <laughs> you like egg Benedict? I like egg Benedict. <laughs> You know, and she finally realized that, oh, my God, I don't even know what I like because I'm so about trying to please this other person. Right. You know, so I, you know, I know we kind of went off on that a little bit, but, you know, I really get concerned about us women because our whole lives, you know, is consumed with trying to make Yeah. Why? Why are we, and I want all of y'all to sit down and ask yourselves this Why do you spend so much time, why do we waste so much energy? You know, the topics that tend to come out from our email, it all ties back to a man, how to make the man happy. What about how to make you happy? Mm -hmm. What you need? You know, we just focus so much on the other person. And I think that that's why you find a lot of our shows go right back to right. what about you? Right. Stop worried about this other person. It's time to focus back on yourself. On yourself. Mm-hmm. So true. So we're going to deal with that um, more exclusively because y'all <clears throat> have really helped us kind of figure a lot of stuff out of what's going on out there. What do you guys want to hear? And it seems like it's a lot of self-help, a lot of Things where you want to work on yourself, work on your marriage, work on whatever the case may be, on mm-hmm. your, you know, education, whatever, working out, whatever the case may be. So we're going to definitely be giving you, um, it is um, definitely going to be getting more in-depth into that. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about the subject at hand, mm-hmm. judging. Mm. Did I write it on there? Yeah, I did. Okay. 
judging, judging, judging. So it's what I did when I first got into this, it was more of if um, where did the judging come from? Where did it come from? And it actually did come from the Bible. I was like, no, it didn't come from no Bible. Mm-hmm. But it's like, don't judge, least ye be judged. Mm-hmm. And that was just God saying, you know, don't judge. Because you're going to be judged. Right. You're going to be judged how you judge somebody else. Right. But really what that word meant, um, as I heard it from a pastor, is condemning. It's like putting people down mm-hmm. based upon what you see. you putting them down. You see somebody walking in a room and she got on uh, some little bitty tiny shorts right. on, and, then, shoes. and a see-through dress. Right. And she coming into church, sure. And um, and coming to the front of the church, trying to get prayed on from the pastor. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah, what are you talking about? And you know, I'm using the church first. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to explain why you do that, because there's some people out there that don't understand. They think that we. Uh, you know, they might get the impression that we don't like church. Yeah. You know, but that's not that's not the truth. It's not that we don't like church. I can tell you that uh, I think there's been some, some exposure, you know, to some things that happen in the church. Um, and uh, sometimes Christians, is that what they say, Christians? That's right. To judge and be critical, mm-hmm. uh, but not even judge and be critical, but we condemn people. Yeah, you know, we do. We make people feel like we ain't got no sin. Right. Or my sin, um, <laughs> my sin is better than your sin, girl. Right. I didn't know that you can, um, um, I didn't know that you can, uh, one sin can be better or worse than another. Yeah, exactly. 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 Um, we, um, we are, so um, predicated on the way we look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I look a different way than you do. Mm-hmm. And we judge people based upon, you know, where they look or if they are the same religion. Mm-hmm. Or from our own experiences. And we right. say, well, they shouldn't be acting this way or they shouldn't. They ain't got no home training, whatever. But uh, I think that that's where we tend to go wrong is that... Um, you know, I understand, you know, we're, by human nature, uh, we tend to criticize or be critical mm-hmm. when we see something. My daughter tested me in this area mm-hmm. uh, just this week, and I wasn't surprised, but then again, I was surprised that I responded the way that I did. Mm-hmm. You know how you think that, no, I don't judge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't judge nobody. Mm-hmm. You, we do. We Even if we don't verbally say that we're judging someone, we do. We mm-hmm. can be very critical. But we just need to be aware right. that everyone has a story. Um, everyone has past experiences that has shaped who they are as people. And through those experiences, cause them to make certain decisions in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. They they behave a certain way because of the environment that they were exposed to. Right. That now has created their world that you see, mm-hmm. and then we're quick to judge that world that we see. Exactly. You know, and that's why your topic, or the topic today is, hey, don't judge, don't judge me. Mm-hmm. And that's why we played that song in the beginning mm-hmm. uh, from Tupac, that was Tupac, y'all. Y'all was Tupac. Um, he said, only God can judge me now. And that is the only person that he's concerned with, mm-hmm. that um, uh, not to be concerned with, you know, how people see or feel about you. But the other side of that is don't judge my path if you don't know my journey. Yeah. You don't know nothing about me or how I got here or whatever. You know, you're basing everything on things that you have seen Mm -hmm. or someone has said, and that's not right either. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be helping people. We're supposed to help people. Shoot. And so that's, you know, our experiences in life. Mm-hmm. That's why we go through stuff. If y'all didn't know that, all y'all stuff that you go through, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's you've been molested as a child or you saw something you weren't supposed to see, we go through those things to help the next person. Right. You know, God, no God ain't mad at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We always think God right. is mad at me. But it'll probably help you know, somebody else. That's right. And, and he's going to use that 
to someone else's good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to bless you, and that's that's what's going to be. We're going to have someone on today to talk about their testimony. Absolutely. We are so excited and honored to have an awesome writer. She's brand new to the writing scene. Um, her name is uh, Laquana Jones. Um, oh, didn't add the S on there. Mm-hmm. And the book is called Stolen Virginity. Um, it's the most heartfelt book that I, I've read in a long time. And um, all women who need emotional healing um, need to read this book for real. Because, um, you know, and it goes back to judging people. You don't know anyone's journey unless, you know, you cross that road. So that's why I was really happy when um, she opted to come in and um, talk about her book. Um, and you can get her book um, online, folks. So I'm going to just let her talk. Let's see if we can get her online now. So let's see. All right. Okay, let's see if she's on. Laquana, can you hear us? Yes, I can yes, hear you. Can, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. We're so glad you're on air with us. Um, this is Thank Mercy you. talking to you. And this is Grace. Welcome to the show. We're so appreciative Thank of you, you. taking the you. time out to share your story. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate it. So um, what's the name of your book? Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then what's the name of your book? Um, the name of the book um, the is of titled Stolen, Stolen Virginity. Virginity. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and, um, and, and are you a normal writer? Tell us about yourself. Um, I've been writing since I was 11 or 12, but I usually do like urban lit, you know, street books, but Stolen Virginity hit home for me because I felt like I needed to write that book. Right. And and why did you write this book? This book is, um, because I read it like I was talking to you before the show, I read this book but why did you write this book? What did you want to get from this book? I actually wanted to heal other people who felt like they were alone. Mm-hmm. Who felt mm-hmm. like I, you know, there's there's nobody else in the world who feel this hurt and this pain. And mm-hmm. how do I get through this? Because I feel like you, you would never get through it. So I wanted right. to show them tools that I used to still live life and still be happy. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully I can reach that goal. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I can hear kind of the emotion, um, even yeah. on the right now. I can mm. kind of feel it coming through, and I hope that the oh, listeners yeah. feel that. Mm. Can you share with the listeners um, what what your what is the book about? What is stolen virginity? Um, tell us tell us the story if you don't mind sharing your testimony. Okay, uh, okay. It's we here. We here. We I here. know. Take your time. Okay. Uh, when I was six years old, when I was six years old, um, I was raped by a family friend. Um, he tied me to a bed and he beat me and, you know, he put some stuff in my food. I kind of remember that part. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I threw up, he made me eat it back. Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt like I had nobody, Mm -hmm. like nobody was there. So I just, I grew up being so lost Right, and even if I had a family, I was still so alone. Right, and a feeling of alone, you know, that's that's unhappy. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't ever think I was ugly or had. I never had low self esteem, mm-hmm. but I just knew I was different. It was something different about me. Right, and um, so. You know, I tried to write the book before when I was 13 and 15, and when mm-hmm. I write it, I, I got so emotional. Right. And it brought back so much. And as you as I write, it brought back more memories. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I was a victim of domestic violence at the age of 13 years old. Mm. 
You know, he 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 burned my lip with a lighter. He mm. he split me from my vagina hole to my anus hole with a screwdriver. Mm. Um, now, but I still smiled. Yeah, that's when I was thirteen. Yes. Mm. So, but I just wanted to tell people that when you go through stuff in life, to smile, wake up and find a reason mm-hmm. to smile. You know, find a reason to be happy because I was sad a lot mm-hmm. growing up. I was so sad. Like, you wouldn't imagine. It felt like the walls were closing in on me. So when I wrote this book and I released this book and I got the response that I did and people said, this happened to me and, you know, it made mm-hmm. my life better. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's so, it, it's it's healing for me. So that's that's my main goal, just to, to tell people, like, you, you can heal from that. You can't. Wow. So, you know, yeah. That's it's, it's emotional. I mean, I'm in tears right now. Like, it's it's, it's so emotional for me to even talk we about it. But <laughs> I, it's like. We both. But, you know, this ain't the yeah, first time we've had on the, uh, yeah. on the set. But um, just to let you know, because, you know, I've been knowing you for a long, this is Mercy, for a long time. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And I did yes. not know none of this was happening. Now you always you can't tell. <laughs> I couldn't tell nothing. Picked up the kids, and your kids is beautiful, and yeah, um, you know mm-hmm. my nephew and niece. You know, you just never know. You never know. That's why if somebody having a bad day, yeah. and they kind of flash on you a little bit. Yep. You don't know what's happened to them. You don't know what they're going through emotionally. Just because they're smiling, you don't know what's inside. Mm-hmm. And that's why my website, um, LaquanasHeart.com, at the top it says, what's in your heart does matter. Because people always telling me how I'm supposed to feel and what I should be over by now. You know, and it's like, no, I, I feel a certain way, and I'm entitled to feel like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's so true because... Um, Excuse me. Um, it goes back to judging. Yeah. Yes, and they judge me because I'm quiet and because I don't talk to boys, but maybe if I talk to him, he's going to try to rape me. Maybe oh, he's going to, because I was, I was done like that before. Exactly. You know? So, you know, yeah. I get judged. For, it's it's crazy, but I exactly. still, I pray. Yeah. And people don't understand how how powerful prayer is. You don't have to turn. I didn't turn to drugs. I didn't smoke weed or drink alcohol to suppress my anger because it's still there. Right. I got on my knees and I prayed and I said, God, tell me what to do. I am at your mercy. Tell me what to do and I will do it. Mm. Because only you got my back. Like, no, you got my back more than I have my back. Exactly. And I did that. I did that. And I, I wrote the book. And writing it, I cried. Thinking about it, I cried. And now I know at 34, it's okay to cry. It's okay, it's okay for me. And I'm going to be okay because I love. Yeah. I know how to love. Wow. And I know how to smile and pray. And I know how to forgive. Yeah. See how God is so good. Your yes, circumstance, your circumstance, it's so your circumstance that you were in was so ugly. But God is so good. He so and teaches you through that. I mean, to forgive, to forgive. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Forgiveness, people use that word so just Throw it around. Yeah. No, but you were put yes. in a position to learn and to know how do you mm-hmm. love unconditionally? How do you still forgive yeah. when you were faced mm-hmm. with the situation that you were in? You know? And that's so mm-hmm. good to bring you out of the, what, wow. the emotional that you're in. I didn't expect I didn't expect for you to share what you shared. I haven't read um your book yet, but I look forward to to hearing your story. Um I believe that part of the reason why we connected was because I shared publicly, right, mm-hmm. that I was molested as a little girl. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and and people look at me and they judge me too, but they don't understand my past. 
Right. They don't understand yes. why I've made the choices in my life along the way that had that was tied back to the mm-hmm. incident that occurred in my life. And yeah, should they mm-hmm. say you should be over it by now? But you know what? I use that to help me mm-hmm. help other people. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're doing today. You're yeah. using your story to help the next person that's listening because there's a little girl right now. There's a little girl right now mm-hmm. who's being molested. Right. You know, there's a parent that don't yeah. know. Yeah. And she's going to mm-hmm. get the strength of your story. Yeah. To be able to come forward and to and to get out of the situation she's in right now. You know? Exactly. And mm-hmm. and but using your book that is profound as a healing tool. Mm-hmm. It's seeing it in writing. Laquana, and that's another thing is how did that cleanse you? You cuz you're seeing it now on paper. You know, and a lot of women that would be their question, how can you look at it? Now because a lot of people just dumb it down. You know what I mean? They yeah. make it the past. Mm-hmm. Let me drink. Let me mm-hmm. get because that past is so bad. Yeah. But you are looking at it. You're looking at it head on on paper. How does that feel? Or how can you do that? That's what the women are probably. Asking. I did what I personally did, and I and I and I also wrote about this. What I personally did. I was living like I'm an adult now, but that little child was still alive. Right. And she was still sad, and she was still in the dark. Because when somebody did something to me, it would be that little girl. They're right. looking at me, but you did it to her because that's right. the feeling. Right. So what I did, what I did was, mm-hmm. I grabbed her and I said, "I got your back." Yeah. I got you, and I said, "You gonna be okay." Look at you now. Right. Look at you now, and I talked to her. Mm-hmm. And I said, Quanta, I said, baby, I got you. I said, look at your accomplishments. Look at all the people you help. Look at all the people that contact you on your website. Right. Look at all the hurt that came to you and you was able to heal them. And I said, right. you're going to be okay. Right. I said, because you have no choice but to be okay. Okay. Because God have you here for that reason. Yeah. And I and I did. I talked to her, and that little girl sitting there eating the ice cream fine right now, yeah. jumping around playing at the park. <laughs> That's exactly. where she at right now. She that right. Chuck E. Cheese having fun. She 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 not worried about that no more because I got her back. I got yeah. this, and we gonna get through this, and we gonna help everybody who need it. Exactly. That is beautiful. That's what I did. I'm not gonna lie. And I talked to her in my room by myself. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah, and she said okay. She said okay, okay. <laughs> you know, and it's, it was fine. Yeah. Ever since then, it was fine. Yeah, that's, that honestly, a, that's what I did. Yes, that is amazing <laughs> that you can. That's what people need to realize. You have to face whatever it is that demon. Whatever if it's a demon, mm-hmm. whatever it is, whatever it is, face it mm-hmm. and talk. Head on, Head talk. On. Talk. Yep. You can't be afraid of it. You have no. to. You have to. You got to tackle that sucker. Yeah. In order for you to. Yep. Move you you have to. That. That's right. Because so, see, they say. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 go, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, they say that. You know, they say you know God is always watching and God is always here and you know people talk to you and come through you as prophets for God. Mm-hmm. The devil does the same thing. Yeah. The devil yeah. does that. You can be having a nice day, and all of a sudden, somebody will call and just steal your joy. But me, right. I don't let nobody steal my joy no more. I do get mad for a second because I'm human. Right. But I turn on Lifetime, and I watch mm-hmm. TV, and I write my books, and I mind my own business because you're not stealing my joy. It's mine. Right. It's mine. And so that's what I do. Yeah. We talked about that, mm-hmm. too. You choose to be happy. That's a choice you mm-hmm. have. No one can make that mm-hmm. for you and no one to make you happy. You make yourself happy. And that is yep. the truth. That's that's beautiful. Thank you for saying that because I kind of just re talked well, about what we were talking about earlier. This is great. Mm-hmm. Another thing I had a question for you. You have a website. What's the name? What's your website? Because we'll put that on our um, Facebook as well. What um, Say your website again. Um, it's LaquanasHeart.com, L-A-Q-U-A-N-A-S-H-E-A-R-T. 
A N A S H E A R T. Okay. Laquana Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then people can contact you on that, Laquana? Mm-hmm. Yes, they can contact they me. They can contact that. you. Okay, great. And, okay, go ahead. So as we, and I, it sounds like we're probably getting close to closing out, but I, I just want to know what what advice, I guess it's a two-part question, but what advice would you give to a little girl right now that's in a situation that she doesn't know what to do? What would you say to her? A little girl? Mm-hmm. I would probably tell her to go to somebody she trusts mm-hmm. and talk to them. Don't hold it in because it'll carry. It'll follow your whole life. Right. Go to somebody you trust. Look them dead in their eyes. And if you got that, if you have that feeling in your body, you'll know. Because mm-hmm. you look at somebody sometimes, you're like, nah, mm-mm. I can't tell this person, but go to somebody you really trust and let them know what's going on. Because the devil is a liar. He really yeah. is a liar. Yeah. And I and I see how you are with your kids, Laquana, because, you know, mm-hmm. um, how were you able to be a parent? Because, you know, there's other women in your same situation, you know what I mean? And they're not where you are. They're not like you as a parent, a concerned mom in their kids' lives. How, how did you do that? How were you able to focus on your children? Prayer. Yeah. I used to get mad. They used to irritate me or say something because I had my first child when I was 14. Right. I don't I don't want to speak on how I had him or anything like that because I love my son. Right. But I was 14 years old, and when I touched that baby, I fell in love. I knew yeah. what love was. So yeah. I made sure my kids know love. They know yes. respect. They're smart. I make sure they, they're close to my heart, all of them. Mm-hmm. And I, I just teach them, you know, if they're fighting, use your words. I teach them to talk. And you tell mommy, if somebody do something to you, if they say, I'm going to kill your mom because I was told that, you know, mm-hmm. I said, tell them that you're not going to tell. Come tell mama. Yeah. Because I got your back. Like that little girl, I got your back. And I make sure I just do that with my kids. We're, we're open with each other. Let me know. Okay. Don't yeah. be afraid, even if I curse you out and get mad because I'm mad right now. Let me be mad, but I'm mama. I can do that. I'm going to still have your back. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I, I make sure, uh, you know, I make sure, I make sure they know love. Love is so important. Yeah. And they know God. We say our prayer every morning, yeah. and I say God is good at the end. And they say yeah. when. And I know I say God is good. They say when. I say all the time. Even my mm-hmm. two-year-old know the Lord's prayer. My two-year-old mm-hmm. daughter know the Lord's Prayer right now. Yeah. Beautiful. That mm-hmm. is so beautiful. And that's the truth. Your next book should be on parenting. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> Somebody told me that. <laughs> they did. They did. Lord they told me I should mercy. write a book about that. But, yeah. But you have to let them know God. Right. You have to let them. You have people, they take their kids to church and stuff like that sometimes, you know, and then it's over with. Exactly. Before we go to school, we're not listening to music and stuff like that. Who who want to recite the prayer? Yeah. If you, if somebody been mean to you at school, pray about it. Tell the teacher. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Go handle. It. But first off, pray about it. Exactly. First thing I do. First yeah. thing I do. That yeah. has been good to me. I'm exactly. not mad that I went through that. I want right. to help as many people as I can. Exactly. You know, I'm not. You know, so yeah, that's what I do. Teach them. That's beautiful. It is. That is beautiful. Thank you. And I am praying. I said, um, we have so much because we stopped. We Grace and Mercy has went on hiatus um, a few times, but we're back. And definitely, we want you to come to like whatever you know, whatever we put together. We were supposed to put like a symposium together, like a convention together, where we we're talking to different women. We would love for you to come because we want to have different artists there different uh, okay. writers yourself so look uh, we look forward to that um with you and then uh, do you have another project you're working on now that we can tell our audience about um i've just been signed to um ambiance books publishing oh. company so okay. um i'm working on my first urban novel 
It's called um, A Girl Can Only Take So Much. Right. So, wow. so it's it's really good. They, they, they're they loving that book right now. So they're editing it right now. It should be released in April. And all that information will be on my website. I keep everything up to date on there. Okay. So, yeah. That's great. And just know that God makes room for us and our gifts. And your gift is going to get you where you need to be. Okay, that's a, it's a Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. No problem. No, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Oh, Tell us that we all take the problem. Okay, I'm going to go get me a caramel frappuccino now. <laughs> Take a break. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay. I really I really have fun. I really appreciate it. And no okay. problem. We'll Bye-bye. talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Oh, she's wonderful. That was great. What a show. So, what a testimony. What a testimony. And I um, actually got to read her book. Oh, sorry. Um, I saw some people trying to call. <laughs> saw another number on there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we don't have time, everybody. We'll take calls next time. Because that was emotional. Everybody going to try to call. I know. I, I, I got a little emotional there for a second. I, I was like, know. whoa, I didn't expect uh, for um, me to, you know, to get yeah. emotional too. But that, I mean, that was um, heartfelt. Yes. Um, but that showed me, you know, that people can go through stuff in life. And, you know, I understand, you know, some people use drugs or they use, you know, alcohol or right. whatever to suppress. She said she didn't do that. Right. She said she dropped to her knees. Right. Because she was like, hold up. I because can't. That's the only one. Working. That's right. the only one that's going to have my back through this. Right. And you're going to have to help me get through this one. Oof. You know, and you see, he did. He did. And she said she smiled. Mm-hmm. You know, so ladies, no matter what you're faced with and you're dealing with, mm-hmm. that was a living testimony. Amen. That you can come through trauma. Right? Mm-hmm. You can come through the the lowest part in your life. Mm-hmm. And now she got books. Mm-hmm. She just signed. Mm-hmm. She's got her website. Yeah. And she's. She's doing, she's her life now is mm-hmm. for other people. Right. It's to help other girls, boys that are going through it. Right. But there is a way out. Right. You don't have to stay where you are. Right. Your life is not over. No, it's not. You can continue to live beyond that circumstance that occurred in your life if exactly. you so choose. Yes. Because she didn't want to stay there. Mm-mm. She didn't want to stay there. But and it, But you said the key word. Well, one thing I said that that your it makes room for you, your gift, your gift, and not only that, whatever your testimony is, that's why I always thank my husband for putting me through stuff. So I'm like, thank you. You know what? I'm gonna use that. Thank you for that. <laughs> and 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 the same thing with her. You know, you thanking these enemies that put you through so many trials. You know, not only do you forgive them, but say thank you because that is gonna move me to my next level. That is going to move me to where I need to be successful, whatever it is supposed to be in your life. Mm-hmm. The haters, they can hate, but guess what? That's going to move me to the next level. And that's what type of thinking you have to be. You can't be in that weak mind or only be in that weak mind for only a certain amount of time. It just seems like that. that's where it is. Mm-hmm. Although I'm at this point, I have to I have to keep moving. I want to live. You want to live. And I want something for myself. I want something for my child mm-hmm. that I brought on earth. You know, you, you just get into that survival mode. That's what I hear. It's enough of survival, you know, or am I going to lay here and die with this type of thinking, you know. And that I think he, a lot of times we, we want to stay there, mm-hmm. right, because – you feel bad. Mm-hmm. You you feel like, like she said, you feel alone. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're the only person in the world that is going through what you're going through, that your circumstance is the worst. You know what I mean? We, we feel that way. But, you, and, you, and I'm not saying you can't feel that. You're going to go through that. Right. But you've got to get to some point, and you have to get some point where you say enough is enough. Is enough. And I'm not taking no more of this abuse from yourself. Yeah. Because it's the enemy that's in your ear. Yeah. 
and you're constantly being told, are people judging you? They always want to. She said something that was very profound. That's why we came up with this title. Um, is people trying to judge you mm-hmm. based upon what you need to do? Everybody always got to. I, you know what? I got some advice for you, and ain't no diddly poo poo to booty. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing about me. Nothing about me. And always, you need to smile more. You always sad because I always seen her being very serious and about her children. Mm -hmm. That's why I always. But you don't know what this person. I'm protective of my children. No, he cannot come. No, she can't. Always ask, Mm -hmm. you know, why is she this or why is she that? Mm my my daughter would always get mad because I wouldn't let her spend the night outside her. She couldn't spend the night. That was just the rule. We mm-hmm. just didn't. No, nope, can't spend the night nowhere. Mm-hmm. And um, she would always say, no, you know, why, 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 why? But but you don't know if, what, if it's something that I heard or if something that happened to me. Right. Whatever the case may be, you put that same kind of strictness on your child because you're that just, you know, I'm just afraid that something may happen. Mm-hmm. I'm here to protect you. I'm here to protect you. It's just it's just a mind blowing, like you said before earlier in the show, where our circumstance, things that have happened to us can mold us mm-hmm. and make our 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 I don't know, make our decisions for us based upon our past. Right. Your experience. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's all you know. Exactly. You know, you haven't experienced anything different, so you mm-hmm. tend to make your choices based on your environment, mm-hmm. based on the things that you've gone through, you, you know, and then, uh, but I think there's a level of awareness that comes as you get older, right? where then you start to look at making different choices, you know, understanding that that happened to you, right? but you don't have to stay in that environment or or create that type of environment for your life, you can choose something differently. Right. You can stop it and turn the corner anytime you so choose. Right. You just have to be aware that that's what needs to take place. Exactly. You know, uh, I so enjoyed uh, hearing, um, listening to her. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, I could feel it through the, Me through the speakers that it was going to be an emotional moment. Right. For, for, the for all of us. Everybody, <laughs> You know, because we as women, what, you know, virginity, and I talked to my daughter about this, how important virginity is. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it's slang. Mm-hmm. Everybody is trying to hurry up and get rid of the virginity. It's just hurry up, hurry up, get rid of it. But it is really it's supposed to be the most sacred thing that you got, ladies. It is the most sacred thing you got. Let me tell you something. You holding the key is that. Virginity, and you can uh, you can give it away if you want to, and I bet you won't see him again. Now let me take listen to that. This mercy talking, mm-hmm. but keeping it as sacred, and then when it is stolen, the girl in the Bible, I think her name is Tamar. She had a oh, she ripped her clothes, put ashes on her head, and just was wailing and crying. Mm-hmm. It was David's daughter. It, you know, those of y'all that know the the Bible. And um, she had a fit, and that's how we. That is how you feel. You mm-hmm. have lost complete control mm-hmm. of yourself, mm-hmm. and it is gone. It is stolen from you. And when it's something is stolen from you too, and I can speak on this mm-hmm. because of my experience, mm-hmm. right? That you don't view sex the same way that someone whose virginity was not stolen. stolen. Absolutely, right? And you you try to understand it. You know when you know uh-huh. we talk about. You know, I was 25. Right. I waited for the right man. Right. Good. Right. You know, where, you know, you look at me being molested at a very young age. Right. That I don't even remember what, I don't even know how that would have felt. Right. Because I didn't have that That's experience. True. Right. It was stolen from me. It was too. taken from you. It was taken from that me. That moment was taken from you. I was forced to grow up and to experience sex mm-hmm. and pornography. <laughs> At a very young age. Yeah. So when you're exposed to that, you don't see the value. Right. Of, right? You don't see the value of that intimate moment that you're supposed to have with your husband. Exactly. The Bible says. Right. So I didn't see any value in it. None. No, it's kind of like, oh, well. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll see. Whatever. Yeah. So moving right along, you know, and then a lot of people that don't even have that experience still choose to give it up to someone. Give it up to someone. <laughs> Thank 
save it, ladies. Yes. Keep it. Um, keep it to yourself. Yes. It's supposed. It, it is the most pride. The best show. Best show. Prize possession. Yes. That's your silver and gold. Okay. No, Trust me. That's why it can shut down a country. It sure can. Y'all don't know. Y'all ain't seen them signs. That's why it, it makes you know presidents fall. Yes. It causes countries to fall. That's scandal. Right. Y'all yes. watch. Y'all scandal watches last week. He was. He put on the the country. <laughs> He was make, getting gotten to war because the president was missing his mistress. I said, what? So you understand, right, how important yes. that is that you carry. And yes. we carry it. And exactly. you, we carry it. We make the decision, ladies. So you don't have to. Make sure you value um, your secrecy. Yeah, your secrecy. Mm-hmm. That's the word. But I truly enjoyed it. Like I said, um, don't judge anyone's past people and don't unless you know you you haven't been through their journey and you know their journey might be like yours but they chose a different path Mm -hmm. that's not for you to judge either what you need to do is pray Mm -hmm. pray for those other people and help them try to help them help them understand what they've gone through first yes seek to see if there's anything you can offer don't be judgmental Mm -hmm. right don't let me not say judgmental. Don't be, don't condemn them. Don't condemn them because you don't know what they've gone through. Mm-hmm. Unless you be good. I want all the ladies to point at something. Just go on and point. Mm-hmm. Point at somebody. Yeah. And then you look at the three fingers that's pointing back at you. Mm-hmm. And that should tell you, you know what? I shouldn't judge because I need to seek for understanding. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I got the, I got some stuff too. And that's why Jesus said, well, you know what? He who is without sin throw the first stone. And everybody threw the stones on the floor and went on somewhere else on the street. <laughs> they were like, oh, never mind. Dang it. And we miss we miss those type of things that, yeah. we, that the Bible is trying to teach us. Mm-hmm. You know, instead we want to say my sin is less than your sin. Mm-hmm. But you know one thing I love about God? Is sin is sin. Sin is sin, y'all. And he don't, there ain't no sin. And I know people are like, yes, it is. No, because adultery, murder, molestation, stealing, robbery, whatever you want to call it, lying, yes, mm-hmm. it's a sin. It's all the same. It's God. all the same. It's just a, a, it's a comma after each one, and each of them do it differently. Right, but That's it's all, all it is. So, so stop judging each other. Stop judging. You know, only, you know, by, you know, she cussing. She ain't no Christian. Huh? Come on, y'all. Let's, Come on, y'all. Let's, let's not. She listening to music and stuff. She's not a Christian. Exactly. She, she done backslid. She listening to Tupac. <laughs> you know, she was in church every, every Sunday, but now she listening to Tupac. Huh? Do we, what that got to do with the price of tea uh, in Turkey? <laughs> Why you changed the country, huh? <laughs> it was China. Now it's Turkey. But um, you said something. Grace, and that's what we need to focus on more of is focusing on yourself. Stop judging others. Help others. You need to visit a domestic violence. Uh, maybe you should um, institute. I know we used to do that back in the day with the companies that we worked for. Mm-hmm. We would go volunteer at the um, women's shelter. Mm-hmm. You need to do that. You need to um, maybe you could put something together like a blog. Um, maybe you can help someone. You see somebody that uh, at your church that might be wearing something that you don't approve of, you go buy them something. Why don't you go buy them a scud? Look in your closet and see what what can I give this person so, um, you know, she might not have all the outfits that you have. Right. She helped, she may only got what she got. Yeah. But that's what she then came to the church. She's trying yeah. to get help. Exactly. So stop looking at her sideways because you weren't always perfect. Exactly. Okay. You came You're in there not too. Perfect. And the reason why we're getting on you, church folks, because next week we probably will get on y'all more. But uh, the church is notorious for this. We have seen it so many times, and you wonder why your ch- the different churches are so empty and people choose not to go to church. It's because the judging people that are in the church, you Pharisees and Sadducees, then that's what the that's how I cost when I called y'all. And um Jesus spoke against all of y'all. And you know, we're not gonna go there because that can be a whole nother show. Oh, it's another because, show. You know, we're gonna people, call it that too. People label that they label it accountability. I'm just trying to hold you accountable. Yeah. Well, you know what, I got the Holy Spirit. And if you got the Holy Ghost 
He going to keep you straight. Right. He going to keep you on your It feet. may not be your timing. No. But it's in, the, it's in the timing of the Lord. <laughs> right. Just because I ain't responding when you want me to respond. And a lot of times people don't respond just because you're wanting them to. Yeah. Because then you want to be able to say you have something to do with them turning around. Yeah. People don't like that. Yeah, and God don't either. No, they won't. Let you them. can't change nobody. Let folks have their own relationship with the Lord and let the Holy Spirit work, work in and through their lives to straighten out what they need to straighten out. Yes. If you're over here looking at my situation, won't you take a moment and take a look at your own life? Mm-hmm. Don't look at my sweep life. Sweep around your own front door before you sweep around mine. That's speak the Williams word over me. Speak a word over me. Speak life. Yeah. You know, Say a prayer. You know, what they, what the Bible say about, you know, I, I I may not be in the situation I want to be in, but I'm going to speak my way into that situation. Right. right. Um, cause those things to be not as though they were. Work. Yeah. Right. So speak a word over my Who's life. The levels, one. You know? Exactly. Speak something positive. You know, you you know, I you don't think I'm a queen, well just keep calling me a queen because the queen gonna show up. Amen. <laughs> Shoot, it's gonna show up eventually. Eventually. I call my husband a king all the time. Don't mean that he's a king. Right now. But he's, his behavior begins to change. Yes, it does. Right? And then you'd be like, oh, my goodness. I have a king. <laughs> yeah, I have a king. Well, amen. Amen, y'all. Well, we said something today. We're so <laughs> glad. We're so glad. You know, I knew God wanted us to do this show, y'all. We took so long for us to get on. But we're here. And we'll see everyone next week. Next week is going to be the bomb. We have a, a great uh, singer next week. Hopefully she don't make us cry, Jesus. But anyway, love you guys. I love you so much, lady. Have a great week. Yes. Till next time. Next time.